It's Tuesday, March 10, 2020. We had an oversupply already hitting the market before the virus, and now we have a clash of titans. Oil stocks tank due to coronavirus and Saudi Arabia launching a price war. Coronavirus economic disruption could infect banks and communities dependent on fossil fuels. Outdoor air pollution takes three years off your life. Great. Plus, BYOB, bring your own bag. New York State bans single-use plastic bags. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Health officials want to caution anyone living in Florida that they are living in Florida. <laughs> This is your Green News Report. Sadly, over at Disney World, tough news for the seven dwarves. Doc had to put Sneezy down. Okay, Desi Doyen, if environmentalists couldn't kill oil... Maybe the coronavirus will. (laughs) It's very possible. And that is something that we are seeing now with the global financial markets that plunged on Monday, in part due to that crash in global oil prices. Oil was already falling due to the coronavirus epidemic suppressing global demand. Monday was the biggest one-day drop since the first day of the Persian Gulf War in 1991. Mm. But oil prices also cratered because Saudi Arabia decided it was a good time to launch a price war with Russia. As one Bloomberg oil analyst put it, quote, Saudi Arabia has single-handedly collapsed world oil prices overnight (laughs) because Russia rejected Saudi Arabia's deal to cut production at the same time to keep prices afloat until global oil demand rebounds. However, the Saudis then went further, slashing their prices, explains CNN Markets editor John Defterios. A very audacious move to cut prices by up to $7 a barrel. That was the signal not to the United States, but a signal to Moscow and to Vladimir Putin. We've had this partnership for three years working together to stabilize the market. You don't want to play ball with us? We'll open the taps as the lowest cost producer in the world and now flood the market with low cost oil. And that's why we saw a 30 percent correction. Some analysts suggest it's a temporary move by the Saudis to push Russia back to the negotiating table. Financial market analysts are also warning that because the global financial system is so deeply interconnected, cratering oil prices could trigger a domino effect of oil industry loan defaults. And that could infect the banking industry, which has invested billions in oil projects. They say that U.S. drilling, exploration and production companies that have borrowed heavily may not survive. And that, in turn, would harm communities and workers dependent on the fossil fuel industry. Well, it does seem to me there was considerable pressure on these big banks to pull their money out of fossil fuels even before coronavirus came around. And with prices plummeting, I wonder if uh, the money will ever come back into fossil fuels. And that's a very good question. Bloomberg News reports that levels of air pollution in China are rising again as manufacturing plants gradually come back online. A group of Stanford researchers did a rough calculation that those temporary reductions in air pollution caused by the coronavirus shutdown in China very likely 
also saved tens of thousands of lives from premature death caused by China's notorious air pollution. Well, that's ironic, ain't it? That finding is echoed in a different study that concludes air pollution is responsible for shortening people's lives worldwide on a scale far greater than previously understood. Fossil fuel air pollution is a primary cause of heart and lung diseases and cancers. Analyzing global mortality data, the researchers calculated that air pollution caused nearly nine million premature deaths globally in 2015, way more than smoking. The researchers concluded that about two-thirds of premature deaths around the world are attributed to man-made air pollution. They found that, on average, air pollution takes away three years of your life, more in East Asia, less in North America. And much less in East Asia right now because production is down because of the virus and the air is clear again in China. For now. For now. But some good news for breathers in Philadelphia. A federal bankruptcy judge has ordered the shutdown of the largest petrochemical refinery on the East Coast, the 150-year-old polluting PES refinery located in a low-income neighborhood, will not reopen after an explosion destroyed much of the factory last June and forced it into bankruptcy. Finally, New York State has implemented a statewide ban on most kinds of single-use plastic bags that started on March 1st. It's intended to reduce plastic pollution that has been clogging up city sewers and rivers. You know, I remember when it happened out here in Los Angeles, people thought, oh no, it's the bagamageddon, what will we do? And then five minutes later, everyone had their own uh, reusable bag and everything was fine. Yep. Yeah, you'll get used to it, New York. Don't worry. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, or Google Play. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. And no dread.